Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Lockdown Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Thanks for making Lockdown Flames your first listen of the day. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Today kicks off opening night for a few teams, and even though the Flames aren't playing until Saturday, let's take a look at their roster and just what, what this season might hold. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Locked On Flames. Whether you're listening on your favorite podcast streaming platform or you're watching here on YouTube, hello, welcome. I hope you're having a fantastic day. October is here. You know, the NHL hashtags are back with the little emojis. So that's that's how you really know hockey's here. And to... Uh, start the flames hashtag has changed from hashtag sea of red to hashtag flames so you know a little easier to remember i guess if you're not involved in the flames but the roster is officially here and you know i know we're going to be shocked to hear that some kid named johnny gaudreau made made it out of camp i don't know i i thought he had a good camp but i don't know if he was ready Ha, ha, ha. Uh, so Brad Richardson starts the season off on the IR. Tyler Pitlick is back. Uh, well, he made the roster. It doesn't say that he is injured or anything, so hopefully that recovery has gone well. Uh, Glenn Godden made the roster, which I think was great because, well, he has been fighting for a roster spot for two seasons now, and I think that it's great to see him really get that chance. And there were a very limited number of spots available, as we all know. So it's really great to see, you know, some young blood back up in there. And of course, uh, Oliver Shillington made the roster as well. And that's, that gives me hope. Okay. I know that He's 24, 25 years old and has kind of been bouncing between the AHL and NHL, but hopefully this really is the season for him to make his home on the Calgary blue line because otherwise, if I'm him, I'm starting to request a trade and it's just, it's a lot and I feel bad because he he is a good defenseman and I just think there wasn't really... A lot of room for him up in the big leagues um, between really the solidified first and second pairing. Um, but, you know, that third pairing last season with uh, Valimaki and, oh my goodness, I can't even remember who the third pairing was last year. But I feel like, you know, there could have been some change and, you know... I think that Shillington has finally made the leap. I really do. It looks hopeful in regards to this season. He, I really hope that this kind of gives him the confidence boost that he probably needs. And, um, I mean, I think that I just think it'll go well. (laughs) I really do. And it's time for him to really show the flames organization, what he's made of. But like I said, the flames aren't playing until Saturday night against Edmonton. In Edmonton, 
Uh, it's a great way to start off the season with the Battle of Alberta. And <laughs> especially after McDavid's comments, which we've talked about recently on the show in regards to Chris Tanev, you know, g- going for his legs as if McDavid wasn't like diving the post. But okay, whatever you say. And the Flames aren't home until 1018, which is next Monday, but that feels so much further away. <laughs> and Seattle kicks off their season tonight. But one thing I did want to talk about is how they named Geo their captain. I really felt like that was salt in the wound. And obviously, like I get it. Like it's nothing personal against the Flames. And he is a fantastic leader. But it was just another salt in the wound. And it's just a lot of discourse around it and, uh, you know, on social media was just, you know, there wasn't a better choice. He was the obvious choice. And I'm happy for him, you know, to go down in history as the first franchise captain is just pretty great. And I'm hoping that he leads Seattle to something big, but not at the cost of <laughs> of the flames. Uh, he said a quote, he had a quote the other day talking about how, Every night, the guys have something to fight for, to prove their former teams wrong. And I thought that that's cool because, you know, like, they're kind of coming in as these, I don't want to say, like, underdogs, but, you know, that uh, these outsiders, most of them, although I really don't think that Geo is an outsider in terms of where <laughs> where he fell. Uh, he was top-pairing defenseman, captain, but... You know, just like we saw with Vegas, it was just a bunch of, not scrubs, that sounds mean, but just, you know, obviously the outsiders, the outliers, and uh, they're going to get a chance to turn this team into something that, who knows, you know, maybe they are, maybe they'll be better than Vegas, maybe they'll be, maybe they'll be better than the defending champions, I don't know, but what I do know is that COVID ravaged one of their lines, uh, it's the uh, Jamie Olesiak line, and that whole line is out due to COVID protocol. So that stinks, uh, especially. I don't. I think that was their first line. I could be very wrong. Um, check out Locked On Kraken for that. But it's very. It stinks. I mean, just to have you know one player out is bad enough, but to have a whole line. What were you guys doing? But it again, you know, kind of setting their tone for the season, I guess. But um, you know, we just have to wait around and twiddle our thumbs until the Flames kick off their season on Saturday. And of course, we're going to watch Tampa raise their banner again. And um hopefully we won't be doing this again next October. <laughs> hopefully the Stanley Cup will find a new home. But coming up next, I'm going to talk about some bold predictions uh, in regards to what, who's going to win what for the Flames and who is going to walk away with the most points. But first, let's talk about Bet Online AG. We're back. We're better than ever. All eyes are on the hockey rinks as teams are back for another hockey season. And they are also back for the gridiron for football. As always, Bet Online AG is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, 
With even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. And head on over to the website. You can use your mobile device or uh, your computer <laughs> to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On for that 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And of course, DirecTV coming through with the most fantastic deal. Because this this sounds like something for me. Uh, you know, you have one device that lets you catch the game, another that has you streaming your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's kids, best friends, goldfish, uncles log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to talk to you about a very simple way to get all that entertainment in one place, and that is with Direct TV Stream, and it brings you your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch it all in one place, and that means no more juggling remotes, no more asking for logins, no more having to reset the password because you forgot it for the millionth time, and the best part is that there's no contract. So get rid of the clutter, the confusion, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. If you're watching on YouTube, it's that right there. Can I? It's right there. <laughs> but let's talk about some predictions for the season. You know, I think last year... Uh, I was a little too excited, uh, just a little too excited for this team to get underway, and um, I overestimated them. But you know what we're not going to do this time? Overestimate the team. We're not. We're not going to be wildly optimistic, but we're also not going to be super pessimistic. But off the bat, Johnny Gaudreau is going to lead this team with goals and points. I think he has probably close to 30-goal season, especially if that top line is Gaudreau, Lindholm and Kachuk. I think that that is a no-brainer, especially if you want success. But I'm not Daryl Sutter. And I don't play him on TV. Matthew Kachuk is going to bounce back and shake that chip off his shoulder. He's going to, you know, center himself. And I think we're really going to see him come in and with a new level of maturity. And I think that it's going to kind of take people by surprise maybe how he doesn't engage in the fights or doesn't engage in um you know some scrums but I think that he is really focused this season on proving everyone wrong and proving that he deserves a big contract uh what I don't want to see happen with him is what we're seeing with his brother Brady uh he has still not signed a contract with the Ottawa Senators and I are we going to see something similar when that comes, uh, you know, when the summer rolls around and we have to do contract negotiations with the Kachuk team? And it's not a knock to, you know, the dad, the mom, and whoever else is running their son's camps. But um, I just think it would be a shame to not have him in the lineup for opening night for whatever team he plays for. Uh, Matthew, I mean, Brady too, obviously. Uh, Sean Monahan is going to have a strong season. I think that 
Oh, it's also his birthday today. So happy birthday, Sean Monahan. I don't think you listen to this podcast, but happy birthday anyways. Uh, I think that he is going to really come back and be a full, I don't want to say a force to be reckoned with. Okay. But he's going to be a stronger second line center. And I've called him a poor man's David Krejci for a very long time. So let's maybe see him try to be David Krejci, although Krejci is now tearing it up in uh, the Czech Republic, just absolutely going on a tear. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, I <laughs> I think this team does make a push for the playoffs. I, I do. I think that, you know, having a healthy Sean Monaghan, having a healthy Noah Hannafin, having, you know, these forwards who are going to really bring and elevate the offense obviously is going to be imperative but I do think that they do kind of make a trade at the deadline I don't think it's necessarily going to be for a forward I think that they are going to desperately need an upgrade on the blue line (laughs) and you know we've kind of always already talked about how this team's blue line just does not look good and how some of them just look a little, um, <laughs> you know, useless, should I say, out there. But I I do think that there is some potential. I would love to see them, you know, just kind of do their, do their job. <laughs> but um, I do think that they they make a deadline move. I do. Um, and I think that they're going to claw their way in. I think that they're going to claw their way into the playoffs. And I think that this team could easily finish top three in the division, but I, I don't expect this team to stay fully healthy. I don't, I don't think you should ever expect your team to stay fully healthy. Uh, it's just not realistic, but I've made that prediction before. Okay. I I said that they were going to finish second behind the Leafs last year and finishing second behind Vegas would be very bold, um, especially with the way that, uh, you know, Edmonton kind of upgraded their roster. Um, We don't know what we're getting with Seattle and we don't know what we're going to get with really anyone else in the division (laughs) besides the Ducks. You know, they're probably going to stink, but I do think that it's going to be a, a, f- a fight. Um, Vancouver, I mean, they have their issues going on, but I do think that it's they're still a competitive team. Just because, you know, I'm not going to try to undersell them. I think that they are a very competitive team. And again, if they stay healthy, for the most part, you know, Thatcher Demko is a force to be reckoned with. And I think that it's fun watching uh, Markstrom go up against these kind of like younger goaltenders and, uh, you know, kind of show them what could be, but especially his former team. But I have so much faith in Jacob Markstrom. And I know I said that last year and it was not his fault that the Flames did not invest in a backup goalie last year. But I really do think that there's potential with this goalie tandem i talked about it yesterday on the show about how uh vladar you know he got a lot of ahl reps in when he was in the boston organization and he i 
as somebody who covered him when he was in Providence, I, I liked what I saw from him. And I know that they have a fantastic coaching system down there. I mean, Jay Leach is now with uh, Seattle. And it's just that was a great group of players. And just the organization as a whole is great. And I know that he had a strong preseason. And I know we can't get too ahead of ourselves there. But I really do think that there's a reason. Like, there should be a weight lifted off of everyone's shoulders who's kind of doubted goaltending I I think that that's fair to say I think um you know we can maybe breathe easier a little bit a little bit maybe a little bit a little bit but um in all seriousness I do think that uh the flames you know could really potentially make the playoffs do I think that they're gonna have a deep playoff run no but I do want to say that I think the western conference brings the cup back home and I don't think it will be a Canadian team but that's okay yeah (laughs) so coming up next we're going to talk some uh Michael Backlund and how uh one of his recent interviews with some Flames media went and just kind of the leadership quality that this guy possesses I think that he's great I think he's wonderful but first let me talk to you about Rock Auto I had to get my car road trip ready because I'm heading down state towards New York City, and that's a long drive from upstate New York. So I don't know if y'all ever look at a map and you see Montreal. I'm like 45 minutes south of that, and then another five hours northeast of the city, northwest. I don't know. I can't do I don't do directions. But anyways, I'm pretty far north in New York State. So I have to drive uh, five hours and I needed to make sure that my car was in tip top shape and I have everything I need to get me to and from safely. RockAuto.com made sure that was possible. I got everything I need, my bulbs, my lights, everything. We're all good here at Rock Auto. So head on over to RockAuto.com today and use their how did you hear about us section to let them know that we sent you. Use just use it. Say locked on sent you. And I think that that's uh, fantastic for, um, <laughs> uh, you know, as the winter's rolling around. I mean, I saw somebody tweet the other day that it was snowing in Calgary. It's it's October. Y'all get snow that early? But all right. So head on over to rockauto.com and use their how did you hear about us section to let them know that we sent you. It's just me again popping in here to remind you to to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube and turn on that little notification bell so you never miss me. (laughs) All right. So Michael Backlund, has he been overlooked for a potential captaincy position? I would say so. I think that Everybody's kind of pushing for these younger guys, which is fine. I think that it's realistic to say, like, oh, we want somebody who will be here long term to be our captain. But, I mean, look at Seattle. They signed – they made the guy who has one year left on his contract the captain. Um, So, he says that it's been a great camp. It's good to go into a new season when – you know the coach, you know what to expect, what type of drills he runs, and what what type of system he wants, what type of system he wants to use. Okay, listen, I'm going to 
read into this, and I'm sure he didn't mean any shade by this, but the fact that they have a coach from last season heading into a new season, probably very good. It's one less change to adapt to. And, um, you know, he just goes on to talk about how he's ready and how it's exciting since day one. They've sent out a practice sheet the day before. It's also posted in the dressing room first thing. It, it's great to know what to expect. Between the whistles, you grab water and move on to the next drill. It's very businesslike. It's led to some great practices the past few weeks. So that's that's great. And I think that it's important to remember, like, yes, hockey is, like, fun, laid back, like, woo. But it also needs – when you are a team that is a little bit not competitive – when you've been compared to a beer league team, uh, when you've missed the playoffs, when you've had a first round exit, you kind of need someone to, you know, rein it in and run a tight ship. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think that we saw uh, <laughs> Sutter kind of come in and show them, you know, this is what we're going to do. This is this is the kind of show I run. So get used to it. And uh, Jacob Markstrom had a 9.57 save percentage the other night in the final game. Um, obviously, can't read too much into the preseason. Johnny looked great, too. He had the second highest expected goal percentage in the league, which is uh, fantastic. And I just, I really hope that this season goes well for the Flames. Like, there's absolutely no reason to not be excited about this team. Unless unless you just don't like exciting things. Unless you don't enjoy being positive. But the season hasn't even started yet. So, you know, let's just put on our flames gear and cheer for them. <laughs> because, you know, I think it's going to be huge having fans back in the Dome as well. I think that it's going to be very interesting to see how uh, that works. Looking forward to seeing everyone's pictures, everyone meeting up, hanging out. Remember to be safe and follow guidelines. And of course, cheer for the home team. And thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames. And I will catch you tomorrow. And be sure to make the Locked on Flames podcast your first listen. Bye.